Hunger Games Fan Podcast, episode number 17. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Everybody and welcome back to another episode of the Hunger Games Fan Podcast. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. I'm Stephanie Ravenscraft. And we are here with another episode covering some of our thoughts related to one of the most awesome book series ever imagined, the Hunger Games Trilogy. It's fantastic. It is fantastic. And today, my friends, we are going to be covering three chapters, five, six, and seven. And I am very much looking forward to getting caught up to chapter 18 so that I can start I reading know. stuff fresh once again for myself. But uh, that's okay. You know, the, the thing is, is it's been kind of fresh for me the, reading through it a second time because I did read five, six, and seven on my Kindle. Right. Reading it, enjoying it, and soaking in a lot more detail than I had previously taken in. So it, it is helping out. Um, and what else was I going to say? I was going to say something else. There was something else that really stood out to me and now I can't remember what it was, but uh, it doesn't. Oh, I was going to say that we're going to cover some big things in these, in these chapters. And the good, the good news is, is that beyond this chapter, beyond chapter seven, there's really only one more big, huge thing that I remember from listening. Okay. You know, so only one thing I have to worry about not spoiling. So, Okay. Okay. Now, big deal here. I, I I'm surprised we haven't had, heard a lot of scathing reviews from from people uh, related to the last chapter, chapter because four. Because it had been so long since between when I took my notes for chapter four and when we actually recorded for chapter four, I could not remember if the scene where um, the old man is drugged to the top of the sh- steps and and um, and shot in the shot head. in the head right there on the on the platform. It, I I I could not remember if that was at the end of chapter four or the beginning of chapter five. So I figured that I was just better to not you know. And yeah. you brought it up, and I'm like, no, that hasn't happened yet. And I was wrong. So I apologize. We totally forgot to mention that. You know, they're headed off of the the platform. Katniss forgot her flowers, turns to go back, and just in time sees them drag the old man who whistled. And execute him. And execute him in front of all at the top of the stairs. Yep, and that happened in chapter four, which brings us right so they, in. Right in. And into they, chapter five. Yeah, she they gets are, inside the dome. Well, before Hamish, they get inside the dome, everyone's like, what happened and they lie to Effie about what happened. Yep, they do. And then Hamage, um, and then they hear two more shots. Mm-hmm. And they've already lied because they said it was a truck backfiring. Mm-hmm. And um, and then Hamage takes them into the dome and they tell him what happened. And um, I, I, I remember thinking, I remember liking Katniss thinking how easily Hamage moved through the building. Right. And she's like, as far as I know, he's only been here one other time. And that would have been on his victory tour when he won the games 25 years ago. Right. Okay. Because that makes sense because he would only be on the victory tour if for his own yes. victory tour. Right. And now as victory, he's never had victories he's before never had since victories it, before. his right. own victory. So, 
So, but um, just how much he, how easily he moved about about the building and, mm-hmm. and knew right where he was going. Almost like when he was there on his victory tour, he really didn't stick to schedule. Right. You know, clearly, Effie was not his escort. Crud. Now there are four things I remember that that I have to watch out for beyond chapter seven. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> but uh, it's all good stuff and okay. uh, very interesting. So they're in the dome and now... Now Peter wants to know. is demanding to know what is going on. Mm-hmm. You two are keeping something from me. You do this all the time. I'm really sick and tired of it. <laughs> I love Hamid. She's like, I think this is better coming from you. And she's like, yeah, I don't agree. I, I, I couldn't disagree more. Yep. Um, not going to be better than from me. So um, she explains everything to him. And um, she's, you know, I was supposed to quiet the, the discontent. And all I've managed to do is get three people killed. And... Peter's like, great. Well, thanks. Because now I've made it worse by offering the money. You know, I I wouldn't have done that otherwise. And, um, and I love his anger here because he's so right in it. Yeah, absolutely. He's so right. And he's like, after all we went through in the arena, don't I even rate the truth from you? Mm -hmm. Like really? Come on girl. I I love this. This is where we get the point where, um, how he feels about Hamage and the fact that, you know, it's like, listen, you know, you, you chose her, you know, Mm -hmm. you chose her and, and, you know, I, and then all of a sudden Katniss is like, wait a second. Yeah. He was kind of left for dead and I'm sitting here getting gifts. Right. She had never thought of it that way before. Yeah. And, but Hamage gave a good response and I think Peter really understands it. He's like, listen, you know, you, you, I knew that you loved her and, I figured the three of us could bring her home. Exactly. You know, I wasn't so sure you'd make it. That's right. If, if, you know, if you would have suffered the loss of her. Right. You know, so I, I, I just love that whole dynamic between the relationship and I love seeing how close they're, they're, they're becoming, becoming. Right. Absolutely. I, um, one, another thing that I really enjoyed out of that, all of that was, um, Katniss's realization that Haymitch chose her Yeah. and her completely feeling unworthy of that choice. Right. You know what? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like um, she has really just been fighting to stay alive since the moment she stepped up and took the place for Prim. Right. You know, and, and so I, I loved that that feeling of, of unworthiness that that she felt in that in that admission. Mm-hmm. So anyway, you were going to say something. So and well, no, I was just going to move on. I was. I was okay. just going to move on down the the line, but um, but Peter is so right when he tells her, you know, no one needs to coach me for the cameras. I get that, okay, but I need to know what I'm walking into, mm-hmm. and and he is right. He is right, and I think that honestly, I think that this is going to to it, it would seem that this is like an a turning point. He has spoken up now, and he's like refusing to be left out I, and rightfully so and rightfully so and so i just i like it i like I it anyway so there's this unspoken agreement to leave effie out of the news loop you know right. she's like listen you know we're not gonna bring she her can't into handle this. it she can't handle the truth <laughs> all right so basically she's upset with the way that um they've been the way they've been treated since they arrived they they were you know off of the train they were put into the back of the truck like but she doesn't understand what's going on and um has no idea why they've just been escorted around by peacekeepers all day you know and she's like and that one she even pushed me with her gun with With her her gun gun. (laughs) and um and so i love when um 
when the, she hugs Effie. Mm-hmm. She's, she just hugs her and it's just, you know, funny. And um, so they're at the top of the stairs and they have to wait, like, is it 15 steps before the next one can go? And so the prep teams go and then 15 steps later, the, the designers go and. Where's right, this at? This, this is still in the justice building of district 11. Okay. I don't remember that part. You don't remember? Okay. Well, anyway, yeah. they're standing at the top of the stairs waiting for their turn to go. Mm-hmm. And PETA apologizes for his outburst. Right. I do remember that. And and so, um, and then after that, he's like, was that really the only time you kissed Yale? <laughs> Everything that's going on, and that's what, that's what he's thinking? <laughs> and I love that. She's like, after all that just happened, that's what he's concerned about? Yeah. And yes, that's what he's concerned about. Girl, he loves you. Hmm. He loves you. And so they fell into the days of the trains and the dinners and the tours and the trains and the dinners and the tours. And then. And then. What? They go to the Capitol, right? They do. Yes. They do. Why don't I see that note in here? I don't know. All right. So they get into the Capitol and they're at a dinner and President Snow I don't have my Kindle. I have have a, a note on here that says highlighted note in chapter five. Oh. So clearly I highlighted something in chapter five. I remember seeing a highlighted note in chapter five, if that <laughs> helps out, but I don't remember what it was. But I don't have my Kindle in front What's of me. What's this rolling boil of a pot about to run over? I have no idea. All like right. I said, it's been a long time since I actually well, anyway, the, took these notes. So there is, there's no show of love. Uh, sh- no show, show of love, love will the, turn this tide. That they, they, She's just realized that, that the, the, she still takes all of the responsibility on herself, mm-hmm. but she's like, there was discontent here before I had anything to do with those berries. Yeah. The the one thing she noticed is that, you know, looking at judging around the Capitol, it seems like everything's fine. But the thing is, though, is that as far as they're concerned, everything's been fine all along. Right. So, but the question is, how are, how are things going, you know, with President Snow? How does he think things are? Did, did I, was I able to convince him you know, and then there's this, you know, there's public proposal, mm-hmm. you know, it's like, hey, you know, I, Peter's got something to say. Which was her say. idea, mm-hmm. which was her idea. But um, and she says to Hamage, um, I thought this is what he wanted and not like this, not this way. Yeah. Well, the the proposal and, and of course, there's lots of congratulations like, hey, we'll throw a wedding here at the Capitol and everything and and blah, 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 blah. And then, you know, through the whole evening. And, and she's kind of like, you know, is the, you know, so, so are we good here? So she raises her eyes and he shakes his head. No, Uh -uh, no. And, and from that point forward, guess what? She feels like a free person. That's right. Because now she no longer has to try to get him to, to, to believe anything. Mm -hmm. And we move into chapter six and it's, and it's like, 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 that's the end of hope. But you know, you know, but I'm, I'm free. mm -hmm. There's a relief that I can give up this game. Right. And now all I can think about is, is escaping. escaping. Now, I, I no longer have to try to do something that's impossible anyway. Right. I can now plan for something. And so now she feels free to plan. She feels free to move forward. Mm-hmm. And and she's not stuck. And, and so now it, it's almost like she, you know what? She's still in the Hunger Games. Yep. She's still fighting for survival in the arena known as life. Right. 
I just Absolutely. Ca- I just came up with that. How you do you like good. that? You did good. You did know? good. I like it. Right. She's still in the game. And in fact, we're all in the game. Yeah. So her mocking <laughs> J-Pen has become a new fashion sensation in the capital. You know what? So much of a sensation that Suzanne Collins has been spotted with wearing has one she? of those. Yes, awesome. she has. That's fantastic. Yep. All, all the fan sites are out there. They're everywhere from... Um, on belt buckles to people wearing the pins to the being tattooed in intimate places. I know. What's that like, about? Well, hold on. Here's if, what how I'm does like, she know? Who's walking around showing her? Yeah, that, that's what I'm saying. How does she know this? It's like how intimate is intimate places? I mean, <laughs> right. seriously. Right. I remember stopping and reading. It's like, huh? <laughs> and how does she know this? Right. Oh, yeah, anyway. Me too. So going about the party, um, the her prep team who irritate her to yeah. no end um or they're like why aren't you eating and she's like but i'm stuffed i've tried I'm i like, I, <laughs> I wish i could eat more but i can't but I can't. oh you can but you can and they show her this drink that will um it will make you vomit so you can continue to eat disgusting and and i love Peter's disgust He's disgusted at it and yeah. the frustration. And he says, maybe we were wrong to subdue the districts. Oh, yeah, baby. Um, you know, he's right. I mean, because it's like you you look at this. It's not so much that they have a different lifestyle. It's the fact that they are so. That's, what? Go ahead. Nothing. They, they are so. They are so. I, you got all these other districts that, that are out there and these people are dying of starvation. And they have so much food that, that they puke so they can have more. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so. uh, it, it's rather disgusting. I I but, I am disgusted is, along with them. Well, here's the thing, and this is the whole idea. Here is like, hello, wake up call. What about hap- what happens here in the Ravenscraft household? I mean, not right. that we take medicine to right. make ourselves get sick, but sometimes don't we eat so much that mm-hmm. we get sick? And, right. and and you know, and 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 you know, to think that there are people like District Twelve and all these other districts, there are people around this world that. That, that don't have food. Don't have, you know, and, and that we, you know, certainly as as a culture and as as a people, we have means to help send and support other countries and, and to, you know, and, and so it, it's this is very much a, a book that is all social commentary at right. the same time. Right. No, absolutely. Absolutely. Yep. So she meets um Plutarch Heavensby, who okay. is the new head game maker, um, replacing the recently deceased. Seneca Crane. Who happens to have a watch <laughs> that he's quite proud of. a watch that he wants. Yeah, he takes a um, a moment to check the time and, and show it off. And um, I think I'm a little annoyed at how sometimes she can be so mature and so right on. And somehow, sometimes she can be... So naive and clueless at the same yeah. time. I don't understand how she does not get the Mockingjay being some kind of. Everyone like, is wearing it. Everyone is wearing it as a sign of of support for her. Of a, as as a sign of um, excitement in her winning the games. But and he's got it in a means of it's, it's being, hidden. It's hidden. And this isn't something you just show everybody. And she comes up with the conclusion that maybe he's just afraid somebody's going to copy it. Right. Seriously? Really, Katniss? Really? 
Come on. Yeah. You saw so, what happened in District 11. There's got to be more to this. There's got to be this, more. You know, what? what's going on here, Katniss? Let's put two and two together. And and if anybody thinks it's, that's a spoiler, it's not. Because as, as far as I've read in this story, I don't know anything else about what's going on yeah. with, with him. But, but it's I have obvious, a feeling, right? I, I have a feeling. And of course, there he's, he mentions the fact that, you know, he's planning for this quarterly quells. And, the quarter quell. And, mm-hmm. and, and, you know, and, and we learn what that is, you know. And, right. And, and stuff. So. I'm thinking we're Plutarch is going to be a major character in the story. And I'm not saying that from experience. Right. I'm saying that from, you know, of reading because you've I have met right. The, it, he's introduced in a way that you've met. Mm-hmm. Like you've met a new character. Yep. It really is. I love when, when she's dancing with him and she's like, I'm not used to being touched except by my mother and Prim and Peta. Right. <laughs> I just, and he seems to notice this. So he's holding me at an arm's length. Right. You know, and uh, I, I liked that because I, there are times when I don't want to be touched. Yep. And, and, and so here, here's another clue for her. Okay. So she, he's giving her divulging information. Yes. That is to be kept secret. Yes. Hello. Anyway. Right. McFly. <laughs> so so he's meeting to plan the quarter quell. The meeting starts at midnight and it's in secret. So don't tell anybody. Don't tell anybody. That's right. Know, but I but all of a sudden here I am, head gameskeeper, and I'm okay to tell you. And by the way, did you see my secret decoder watch? <laughs> My secret Dakota. That, that was funny. You like that? Yeah, you did good. All right, thanks. You made me laugh. All right, so Katniss has a dream of Rue. She dreams of or Rue. Or Mockingjay, but it's Rue. But it's Rue's voice when she sings. Mm-hmm. And um, and she follows her, but she never quite makes it to where they're going. Mm-hmm. And, um, but she wakes up and Peter's like, you didn't have a nightmare. There were no, because... There, there is this relief there. There is now just a plan to execute. There right. is, you know, she's not living in fear like she was the day before. So she slept without nightmares. And I love this part where she's like, why don't you, why don't I, why don't I, I ever wake up when you have nightmares? How come I never know when you're having a nightmare? And he's like, well, because I don't, I don't scream and thrash and, you know, and all that stuff. And once I wake up, I'm fine because most of my nightmares are usually about losing you. Oh, and then Aww. you're there and I'm settled. Yes, Aww. and he says this and he's for the first time I feel immoral about him being in my bed. Yeah. And now we're actually engaged. <laughs> <laughs> now we're engaged and I feel immoral about him being in my bed. So what do we have down here with friendship with Madge? They're talking about heading over to back to the District 12. They're back in District 12. They have the Harvest Festival left. Yep. And she's um, excited about seeing Madge because they're good friends. Yes. Which she's not going to be in the Hunger Games movie. Which is ridiculous. I think it's ridiculous. ridiculous. I'm, I'm very upset about this. And I hope that it's just a really bad rumor and they're just hiding something. And and maybe they're going to have Lady Gaga play Midge or something. Madge. <laughs> I, have, okay, I, mean, I don't think she would fit that part at I all. I don't either. But. All right. So anyway, but no, she, she I don't has. Think she's going to show up wearing a meat dress in no. District 12. Let's just put it that way. But she has this friendship with Madge and um, she's taken her into the woods hunting and Madge is, you know, this is something that tried to teach her the piano. I don't, I just don't see Madge as going in into the woods hunting. It's it's one something she wanted to do. I know, but I'm, I'm just saying okay. this this was an eye opener for me. Okay, and I'm so glad that they've become such friends. This is the first we learn of this. Mm-hmm. 
I mean, it was, you know, obviously there was the exchange at the day of reaping, but, um, but now seemingly in the last six oh, and months, she offers the pen back. Yes. But in the last six months, there's, I mean, we don't read a lot no. into it, but the fact that they've went into this and there's the teaching that they, they're, they're pretty close. They are right. They're pretty close. And that, this is exciting. And to think that, that she's been left out of book of the movie for book one, just that makes me even more sick. Yep. So, um, so they've developed a friendship and, and they, she shares about that. She offers the, that, whew, that was making my heart race you faster. You were doing it earlier. Like a long time ago. Oh, so. When I was shivering from the cold. Go ahead. Okay. Sick anyway. to death of the star-crossed lovers from District 12. She's like, oh, are they not? Because I know I am. Mm-hmm. How can these people not be sick to death of us? And, and then, um, that's pretty good. That, you like that? That's right on. So she hears an update. Um, while she's, looking for Madge. Yeah, she's looking downstairs on the second floor for Madge and wanders into her the mayor's office and there's, there's a TV just like showing everything else. Then all of a sudden the screen goes black and update from District 8. This is what President Snow calls an uprising. Matter of fact, I think I even have it right here. And this just in from District 12, 8. All right. So what what was okay? So we're moving on into chapter uh, chapter seven now, we and we are. learn that uh, you know District Eleven. We know that there's some stuff happening. All right? right. She's already aware of that, but now we've got District Eight. What's going on in District Eight, Stephanie? There are people in the streets. All right. Um, we're on chapter eight. We're on chapter seven now, right? Right. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Good. Okay. But anyway, she she talks about which I think is actually at the end of chapter six, where she talks about the people in the streets, their face covered with masks, pe- pe- peacekeepers shooting people at random. It's like a, it's a, a it's riot. It's like a riot, right. Absolutely. And people are being shot. Yep. Yeah. So there, there's definitely a, an uprising. There, yes. There's something happening. And, and so now there, there's evidence that she has of two districts that are, in an uproar. And none of the other ones looked very pleasant while she was there. Right. So um, she's meeting Gail. At the, it's the first Sunday after the Harvest Festival. Mm-hmm. And hoping to meet Gail at the lake. Yep. Because none of her other rendezvous spots feel safe anymore. Mm-hmm. And um, we find out that the Mockingjay pin belonged to Madge's aunt. Yep. And um, so anyway, that's all on the, on the walk there. But... Um, if I didn't like Gail before, you hate him now. I don't like him anymore now. This this chapter like seven, a lot lot less. Chapter seven is all about why I do not like Gail. I cannot stand him. He gets on my nerves, and I feel so bad for the actor playing him because I, don't. I you shouldn't have taken the part. You shouldn't have because <laughs> there's no way that we're gonna like I hope him not read now the, or ever. I hope he read his part beforehand because he deserves any <laughs> of the the Jacob Black stuff that he gets. Oh my goodness! I just, so anyway he. Um, he does come and there is a lot of um, hurt feelings. It's very awkward for a little while. And um, he tells her, I don't want your fiance's old gloves. Well, first off, they're not my old fiance. <laughs> you know, first off, he's not my fiance. That was first show. And secondly, they weren't his. They were Sinna's. And so he decides that he might keep them. He tucks them into his belt or something or tries them on. I don't know. She asks him to run away with her. 
he is, he welcomes it. He's excited about it. You know, he's like, yes, let's do it. Let's do it. And then realizes that she wants to take more people than just, you know, them and their families. And uh, he ain't liking that so much. But then, because she never sees these things coming, uh-huh. his voice drops to a whisper and he says, I love you. She really never sees these things coming, does <laughs> she, she? That's because she's clueless. She is. And her great response is, I know. I know. I, know. I mean, seriously. I mean, honestly, yeah. I mean, how could you how not? How could you not? I'm Katniss Everdeen. <laughs> Everyone the loves me. The girl who was on fire. That's right. That's Everyone just, loves me. That's the way that it is. Yeah. And, um, well, that doesn't go over so well. Clearly, he's not as excited about leaving now as he was before. But um, our moms are going to need some convincing. And and he says, you know, your mom, your mom won't refuse you. I watched a lot of the games with her. She won't say no to you. Thank you. Do I need to sign it? Okay. Sorry, I'm signing for pizza. Oh, okay. Hold on. Yep. And we're back. All right. So I had to sign for some pizza. Yeah, pizza delivery. <laughs> All right. All right. So uh, anyway, where are we at in the notes here? We yeah. are at the notes where... Um, I watched a lot with the games with her. She won't say no to you. Yeah. And um, so, okay, now is where she starts talking about Hamage and PETA and his family if they want to go. And mm-hmm. he's like, I didn't realize how large our party was. Uh-huh. Yeah, I'm, wait a second. PETA? Seriously? Right. Come on. No way. Yeah. And then all of a sudden it's just like, and then yeah. it slips out about the uprising and he makes an immediate change, immediate change, immediate. And he ain't going nowhere now. Yeah. He's like, you know, we're, we're going to stick out. We're right. going to, we're, we're going to, we're going to do the uprising, but we're going to do the uprising here. We're right. not running. And, and she's like, you don't understand. This is my fault. They're going to kill me. They're going to kill us all. I, I can't do this. I mean, you know, we're, He's like, you've given them an opportunity. He's like, no, I, I got to get out. I can't, I can't do that. And, um, <laughs> sorry. What? I have a small child dancing in my face. We're going to go upstairs. We'll come eat pizza in a minute. Go ahead and have yes, a piece of pizza. Ahead. Yeah, we're coming. All right. They want to start right now. They're hungry. Um, so anyway, um, immediate change. And he's like, you need, you need to, to look at this in a new way and, and she's like, no, I'm leaving. I'm out of here. And he, I'd never go in a million years. You know, at the same time, though, I agree that I don't like Gail. Right. I hate the fact that, you know, his super jealous self says, eh. But you know what? At the same time, you know, there there is something to be said for sticking around and fighting it out with everybody else and not running away and leaving. Okay. I, I'm, I'm not saying I like Gail, but I still think his strategy... Is something that should be considered. All right. Well, here comes the number one reason that I cannot stand him. Okay, and go ahead. W- would literally turn my back and walk away from him if he were real and I was to ever meet him. Uh huh. Is because he turns to her, throws the gloves on the floor, and says, "I changed my mind. I don't want anything from the Capitol," and walks out of the little house that they were in. It's not from the Capitol. It was from her. It was a gift from her, but it came from this and made in the Capitol. But she's like, "Does he mean me?" Yeah. Yeah, he was he was a jerk. Does does he mean me? I mean, seriously? Come on. And that was just ridiculous. So, uh, she leaves the woods. She asks Peta to run away with her. And Peta says, "Heck yeah." Peta says, "If yes, you're going, I'm going go. too." I will go. I will but I don't fo- think for a minute you will. 
I'll follow you anywhere, he Katniss Everdeen. Because he's in love with her. That's right. And um, and so there's some noise from the square. And we learn. Peter tells her to get out of here. Yep. And, uh, and she pushes through the crowd to find Gail tied to a post with what remains of his back broken and bleeding. And some new head he- peacekeeper. A, a head peacekeeper, yeah. Somebody we've never heard of before. Never heard what of. What in the heck's going on here? And and, and why the turkey is, that and, he had caught is yeah, like... Yeah, and all of a sudden he's being punished for a turkey? Yeah. In District 12? 12? Something's happening here. Hmm. I don't anyway. know. I was, I was pretty happy that he got a public beating by the end of that chapter. Yeah. Well, my friends, that's just my own sick little self. We are so thankful to be bringing you this episode number 17. Sorry that it has uh, been delayed by a couple days, but uh, hopefully we'll, I'll be able to get into rereading chapter eight, nine and 10. And, and so, uh, yeah, we'll bring you another episode, another installment here soon. And uh, I'm going to shoot for Tuesday, but not promise. All right. uh, That's what I'm shooting for. So, Thank you very much for bearing with us. Uh, we are, I am back from, you know, being out of town and uh, I'm slowly caught up. I actually am caught up now and I see myself returning to a more normal schedule. I actually walked outside and saw the sunlight for like the third time in a week. <laughs> right. You know, this today I actually walked out during daylight even. It was awesome. But uh, very happy to be back and uh, looking forward. Just want to let you know, we are just as committed to this trilogy, this series, as when we first started and are excited by it. So if you want to, you can follow us on uh, twitter.com slash hungergamespod. Do do us a favor and uh, tell your friends about uh, hungergamespodcast.com. I have an audio message that we'll play the next time from a a friend of ours, uh, Katie, I believe it was. Yep who donated her books and uh, we'll, we'll talk a little bit more about that next time until next time my friends we encourage you to join, join the, the community, community.